Hey everybody, and welcome to another episode of Magic with Zuby. My name is Zuby, and we are doing the Guilds of Ravnica set review. These are going to be a series of episodes where I go over each color uh, one by one. I'm going to be doing white, blue, black, red, green, then multicolored slash gold will have its own episode, and then last we will end with artifacts and land. So it's going to be separate episodes of this. So if you care about a certain color more and you want to know my thoughts and feelings on some of them, then skip this episode and go to the one that you want to listen to first. So we're going to go over white here, but before we begin, let's get some announcements out of the way here. Um, Magic Wazubi can be found on the following on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and TuneIn Radio. We are on Facebook.com slash Magic on Twitter at Magic Wazubi, on Instagram at Magic underscore with underscore Zuby. Uh, you can email me with any questions you have at mtgzubi at gmail.com. You can check out the Patreon at Patreon.com slash Magic And then you can also check out my two sponsors, LegitMTG.com and ManaTraders.com as well. Uh, you know, both great websites and they've given a lot of support to this podcast so much appreciated here so i guess let's just get right on with it here let's start with the first card here so the way i'm going to be doing this sort of set review is i'm going to go over each card one by one i may talk about it in limited i may talk about it in constructed i may talk about it in both and then i'm going to give you know sort of my thoughts and feelings on it i don't want to do a grading system per se um because let's be honest i'm not the greatest magic player or anything so me trying to give it a grade of you know hey let's say one card i give it an a plus but oh crap in reality in limited it's an f you know i don't want to kind of misguide you people out there so i'm just gonna give you my thoughts on it and we'll just go from this first time i've ever doing it so let's just start with all right First card, Blade Instructor, which is two and a white creature, human soldier, 3-1, with Mentor. And if you forgot what Mentor does, whenever this creature attacks, put a 1-1 counter on target attacking creature with lesser power. Flavor text reads, watch carefully. The gap between death and victory is thinner than your blade. Now, as far as limited goes, this is not the worst limited creature there. Um, definitely not really an early pick. This would be sort of the pick when, you know, maybe there's five or six cards left. And, you know, I would definitely try to pick this card if I'm going a red-white kind of aggro build or just any kind of aggro tempo build. Now, typically three ones in white are going to be two mana, but this one's one mana extra because of the mentor most likely. So it's not the worst. It's not the best. Uh, that one toughness makes it really hard to try to swing in because you got to think you're going to play this on turn three and you're not swinging until turn four. And especially if you're on the draw, you're going to be at that much of disadvantage because your opponent is going to maybe playing bigger creatures as well. So, you know, the mentor, I feel like the mentor almost kind of tricks you into thinking it's better than it actually is. So just be wary about that one there. So next we have Bounty Agent, which is one and a white creature human soldier, a 2-2, so it's a bear. Um, with Vigilance, you can tap it, sacrifice Bounty Agent, destroy target legendary permanent. That's an artifact, creature, or enchantment. Flavor text reads, lately I've seen the biggest bounties of my career, and for the biggest names. Now right off the bat, a 2-2 with Vigilance for 2, that's not bad at all. Now, I mean, there are better 
cards out there that you'd want to be spending for two mana but for a, a simple bear 2-2 two, two with vigilance that's pretty it's pretty good especially if you're in a tempo aggro type draft build now the sacking part destroy target legendary permanent that's an artifact creature enchantment there's not a whole lot of legendary cards in this set now i almost feel like this card would have been better in dominaria because that would be like almost first pickable right here now is this first pickable since it is a rare really depends on your pack um you know it's not the worst card but it's not the best card and we're just gonna leave it at that but a 2-2 for vigilance just right off that that's not too bad uh next we've got candlelight vigil for three and a white enchantment aura enchant creature enchanted creature gets plus three plus two and has vigilance for four mana um oh flavor text selesnia guild mages do not sleep so the rest of the conclave can for four mana, you'd almost want to be doing something better. This would be, in terms of draft, this would be one of those, okay, really late pickable cards in one of your packs where there's like, okay, there's nothing else on my color, so I'll choose this. Now, the Vigilance is really good. I mean, the power and toughness is good. It's good, but on turn four, unless you're trying, unless you're building a a deck that has a lot of enchantment auras or artifacts, you know, equipments and all that, and this isn't that great. I'd, I'd rather be playing uh, another creature, another body out on the field than play this. Circumstances, you know, given. Because you don't know what exactly is going on in the game. But not the best card. Probably, I don't even know if I'd main board this in limited. But you never know. Like I said, it all depends on what you draft here. Uh, next, we've got Citywide Bus, which is one and double white sorcery. Destroy all creatures with toughness four or greater. And flavor text reads, oh, he fellers are going to love the lockup. Excellent gruel, very low ceilings. Said by Labuse, Libuse, Boros Sergeant. So, right off the bat here, destroy all creature toughness four or greater. If you're playing a low to the ground, you know, tempo aggro deck in draft, this is definitely really good. And heck, I can even see this being good in standard too. Now, we still have Settle the Wreckage. Obviously, Settle the Wreckage is going to be better than this, but for three mana, and if you are playing up against a mid-range or kind of grindy deck and their creatures are all big and you can manage to get this out and you're playing low-to-the-ground creatures, this is perfect for it. And even in draft, I wouldn't mind drafting this. Pack one, pick one? Mm, I I don't know about that. I, I really don't know if I would. Um... But yeah, de definitely a good card here. Uh, next, we've got Caller the Culprit. Three and a white instant. Destroy target creature with toughness four or greater. So your typical destroy card in white. Uh, reports of Gruul Rioters in four districts. Start with the big ones and work your way up. Libius, Libius, I'm completely butchering that name. Oh my gosh. Boros Sergeant. So your typical destroy uh, removal spell, definitely worth it because there are going to be creatures with four or more toughness in draft. Um, and that's one. That's always one of the most important things in draft too is removal is so important. Um, and, you know, not only do you want creatures, you know, on the field in order to block and attack, but removal is key. And with this being common, if you're running those colors, take it because you're going to come across, you know, a use for this card so next we've got conclave tribunal three and a white enchantment with convoke if you don't remember what convoke does 
Your creatures can help cast this spell. Each creature you tap while casting the spell pays for one or one mana of that creature's color. When Conclave Tribunal enters the battlefield, exile target non-land permanent and opponent controls until Conclave Tribunal leaves the battlefield. So your essential kind of cast out or Ixalan's Binding or Oblivion Ring type card. Uh, once again, it's a good removal in draft. I can even see this being good in standard. We are losing cast out. We still have Ixalan's Binding, which is better than this, but with the Convoke, you may be able to cast it for even cheaper as well. So I can definitely see this being standard playable as well and definitely really good at construct or uh, limited, I mean. Uh, so yeah, definitely, definitely good removal there. Next, we've got Crush Contraband, which is three and a white instant. Choose one or both. Exile target artifact, exile target enchantment. And flavor text reads, the it Mage knew she would neither get her thermo inverter back nor have the satisfaction of exploding it herself so once again really good removal um i in far as limited goes i'd almost want to sideboard this because one you're more worried about removing creatures in the first match of playing limited and as far as standard goes this is definitely be a sideboard card as well uh for edh this is a really good card for because there's always going to be artifacts and enchantments out on the field and you being able to pay four mana and exile two you know permanents that's good enough for me right there um, next, we've got Dawn of Hope, which is one in a white enchantment. Whenever you gain life, you may pay two. If you do, draw a card. You can pay three in a white. Create a 1-1 one, one white soldier creature token with lifelink. To wage war, secure peace within yourself. Amara. Amara. Uh, how do you say that? Amara? 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 Uh, whatever. But it's an enchantment. So it kind of reminds me of a Mentor the Meek type ability here. Um, whenever you gain life, you may pay two. Eh, I mean... Unless you have a kind of draft deck that gains you a lot of life, I wouldn't even bother picking this pack one, pick one, not at all. Um, the three in the white creating the token with lifelink isn't bad, but I don't know. It, it really depends on what the other cards are in that pack where I would want to pick this. I mean, I love the artwork of it. It looks like, is that supposed to be Amara or Emera? But it's, you know, you know like a soldier looking out on the field or and you've got like a garden or something in the background there. I gotta stop saying like, by the way. Next, we have Demotion, which is a one-way enchantment aura. Enchant creature, enchanted creature can't block and its activated abilities can't be activated. So this is different than say pacifism or pacifist or, or defang or whatever the other cards are. I can't remember off the top of my head, but you probably know what I mean. So with this, you're enchanting an opponent's creature that can't block or its activated abilities can't be activated, but it can still attack. So this, this card's really situational. You know, I would snap pick like a pacifism or a, or a defang or anything like that to where they can't attack or block because you're essentially killing that creature in a sense. I mean, the creature's still there. If it can get rid of the enchantment, yeah, good for you. But there's usually a high chance in limited that's not going to happen most of the time, anyway. And this is this isn't that great. I mean, getting getting turning off the activated abilities, sure, that's great. But since it can still attack, it just becomes a one of those attacks every turn type creatures in a sense because there's no point in not attacking with it. Maybe you can wipe something out. 
Oh, the flavor text here. There's no greater honor than joining your chosen guild and no greater shame than failing it. Yeah, that's right. Don't fail, is it, or Demir, because those are the two best guilds. Don't at me at any about any of the others. All right. Yeah, if John Dunning from They Said We Said is listening, Orzov Dunning, Orzov is terrible, okay? Is it or Demir for life? I hope I hope you actually are listening to this, John. So next we've got divine visitation three and double white enchantment if one or more to creature tokens would be created under your control that many four four white angel creature tokens with flying and vigilance are created instead the angels appreciated the offer but politely declined to eat any bird seed this is an insanity mythic card right here any kind of token deck and there are plenty of ways to create tokens and limited here so you're essentially you you have a card here that says, oh, create a 1-1 one, one white human or some crap. Nope, it's going to be a 4-4 four, four Sarah Angel instead. In Constructed, oh my gosh, especially with all the token enablers we have in green and now white with Guilds of Ravnica, th this card is going to be insane. It's, oh man, imagine, so I know Amonkhet is rotating out when this comes out, but imagine this and Anointed Procession. <laughs> oh man, that's insanity right there. So, not only I can see this definitely being standard playable, this is a snap pack one pick one uh, type build around card. And then this being an EDH commander, this is going to be in every token deck I can see. Maybe not every single one, but the majority of them I can see for sure. Really good card. Next we've got Flight of Equinots. Equinots? Is that how you say it? Seven and a white creature human knight. That's a four or five with convoke. Uh, yes, there's competition between our equinots, equinots. I feel like I'm saying that wrong. I don't know which, how you say it. And the boros sky jex. Is that jex? Jex? Jex. Okay, looks like jets. I'm blind and I don't know how to read, so I apologize about that. At least they think it's a competition. So a four or five with convoke. That costs eight mana? Jesus. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, <coughs> excuse me. Unless I am have a lot of low ground creatures or I'm doing like some sort of token build, maybe I'd pick this, but I understand the Convoke, you can make it cheaper. But, I mean, four or five flying with Convoke, it's not the worst. It does have flying, so it does have the evasion and all that but man that is expensive especially let's say hey you're you want to play this turn four or five and you've got like four or five creatures out right and then oh look your opponent just wipes your board and now you've got a dead card in your hand that that's that's those are my sort of feelings on it so not the greatest um next we've got gird for battle uh one white sorcery put a one one counter on each of up to two target creatures so for one mana, boosting some creatures, that's not bad. Um, not the greatest or more most important card. Uh, definitely sort of like a later, maybe a mid to late pick in the pack, possibly. Uh, definitely not an early pick unless you've just got a creature that's just going to benefit from this greatly. But, you know, I I've seen worse. Not bad. Uh, constructed playable? No, not really. No. No. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't think so. What do I know? I barely know how to play this game, right? Uh, next, we've got these names, I swear. I, b I barely know how to pronounce any of this crap. We've got Hazda. Is it Hazda or Hazda Marshall? 
uh, one white creature human soldier. Whenever Hazda Marshall and at least two other creatures attack, create a 1-1 one, one white soldier creature token with lifelink, a 1-1. One, one. So a 1-1 one, one for one that does have the ability to create a 1-1 one, one white soldier creature token with lifelink, that's not bad. Um, really good kind of card to pick if you're going for that, you know, tempo aggro type limited deck. And it's possible... You know, if there is a token deck in standard, I can see this being a possible pick for putting it in. Um, you know, because if you have this card and you pair it with Divine Visitation, you know, when this attacks, you're going to create a 4-4 Angel at that point. So, you know, it's it's not bad. Um, not the strongest, and it, you know, it will probably die early, but, you know. Not bad. Uh, the flavor text reads, Ravnica's convoluted power structure often boils down to who can muster the most swords on a given block. Next, we've got Healer's Hawk, which is one white creature bird, one one flying lifelink. Uh, the wounded see the glow of its vials long before they see its wings diving out of the clouds. I mean, flying, it has flying and lifelink evasion. Um, more likely a late pick, more than anything. I, I'm not going to spend too much on this. The lifelink's good, but, you know, eh. It's a 1-1 one, one bird. I mean, Hazda Marshall, to me, is better because it creates bodies on the field. But, I mean, you do have the flying here, but uh, let's just move on. Next, we've got Hunted Witness, 1 white. There's a lot of cheap white cards here. Um, so, uh, Hunted Witness, 1 white creature human. Uh, when Hunted Witness dies, create a 1-1 one, one white soldier creature token with Lime Link. Yeah, my nose is really itching for some reason. <laughs> Uh, flavor text, he ferried weapons, spells, exotic animals, but his most dangerous cargo was the truth. Ooh. Ooh. It's a 1-1. One, one. Uh, so it's sort of like, um, oh my gosh, what's the name of that card? Wasn't it in Innistrad? Was it Doom Traveler, or when it dies it creates a spirit token? It's kind of similar to that, and, um, it creates a 1-1 one, one white soldier creature token with lifelink. You know, not not the worst card. Um, I almost like this better than Healer's Hawk because it just creates another body on the field. So, you know, not not bad for draft. Uh, next, we've got Inspiring Unicorn, two and double white creature unicorn, two, two. Uh, whenever Inspiring Unicorn attacks, creatures you control get plus one, plus one until end of turn. There are two lives, the life you live before you see a unicorn and the life you live after. So I really like the art of it. The unicorns all sort of like, look, I'm prancy and... You know, very like, hmm, you know, so I'm a unicorn, I'm better than you, okay? Which they are, so, you know. But four mana for a 2-2, two, two, but when it does attack, creatures you control get plus one, plus one until end of turn. So, as as I've keep saying before, we're white. If you're building a sort of aggro tempo deck here, this is not a bad card to choose, and I wouldn't mind drafting this as well. An early pick? No, not for me. But, like I said, it all really depends on the packs you're getting past, so... Um, not bad, and I like the art of it. It's, it looks like there's rose petals around it, so that's pretty cool. I like the art. Next, we've got Intrusive Pack Beast, four and a white creature beast, Vigilance. That's a 3-3. Three, three. When Intrusive Pack Beast enters the battlefield, tap up to two target creatures your opponents control. Good at carrying things, really good at knocking them down. So this kind of card, I wouldn't mind playing. If, obviously, I'd play this pre-combat phase pre-combat main phase where okay i want to create some openings in order to deal some damage to my opponent here and 
with the 3 3 vigilance, it's not a bad body to have on the field. For five mana, that's where it gets a little bit high. But, you know, I've seen worse things for five mana, that's for sure. Next, we've got Ledev or Ledev. Ledev. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like I feel like I'm just gonna keep getting frustrated with these card names. I don't know how to say any of these. Ledev Guardian, three and a white creature, human knight with Convoke two four. It's a common. I've raised her since she was a pup, and she's raised me since I was a recruit. A two four for four, not the greatest. Um, yeah, that'd definitely be a late pick for me. I mean, yet yeah, with Convoke, you could possibly play it as early as you know, turn two or three maybe no not turn two um turn three so maybe get it out a little bit quicker um you know eh eh that's all i really have to say so next we've got light of the legion foreign double white creature angel that's a five five it's a rare with flying mentor and when light of the legion dies put a one one counter on each white creature you control so definitely not a bad pack one pick one a five five flying alone is really good evasion and limited and with the mentor ability that just makes it even better and then when it dies you're gonna put you know one one counters on each of your white creatures especially if you're going boros and limited this is really good that's a really good card um will this see any kind of standard can you uh, play i don't i don't know because for six mana, I don't, almost feel like you want to be doing something better, but it's still not a bad body to have on the field, especially if you're doing some sort of angel tribal with Lyra and Resplendent Angel and some of the other angels in this in this um, set. Oh my god, I'm forgetting my basic words of how to English here. It's not the worst, so not a bad card. I, I can see this being a pack one pick one for me personally. Next, we've got Loxodon Restorer, which is four and double white creature elephant cleric, three, four with Convoke. When it enters a battlefield, you gain four life. So for six mana, I mean, yeah, you can play it cheaper because it does have Convoke. It's not the worst, but it's just a three, four that doesn't really help you at all. I mean, yeah, you gain four life, but life isn't the most important thing unless you have cards that it matters if you gain life, such as that other, uh, what is it? that one enchantment dawn of hope so this would definitely be late pick for me to be honest next we've got luminous bond which is two and a white enchantment aura enchant creature enchanted creature can't attack or block flavor text reads article 5.8.2 ensure proper restraint of any and all arms legs claws jaws tails tentacles and tendrils as appropriate azorius arrestor procedure appendix b i like that i like that a lot um so this was sort of what I was talking about before where like you yeah, have pacifist or pacifism. God, you know, I'm going to look up that card right now because it's going to drive me crazy. What is it? Pacifism? Is it passive pacifism? Okay. Yeah. Cause I'm really good at remembering card names. Actually, I'm terrible at remembering card names to be honest. I'm lucky I remember Snapcaster Mage half the time. But anyways, so this is your typical pacifism or defang where the you I would rather play this over the was it the demotion where it can still attack but its activated abilities can't be activated I would rather play this this is essentially it's not a removal right but it's stopping a creature from being able to do anything and like I said before most times 
especially in match one, they're not going to have any kind of enchantment removal. So when you play this, they essentially have a dead creature on the board. It's basically removed, essentially. Next, we've got Parhelion Patrol. Par Parhelion Patrol. Three and a white creature humanoid. Noit. Noit. Noise. Toit. Um, yeah, watching too much Brooklyn Nine-Nine here. Uh, with It has Flying Vigilance and Mentor. That's a 2-3. Two, too many have disappeared in these dark days. I am the light that will lead them home. Oh my god, that flavor text sounds like from freaking Last Jedi. Ugh. Um, <laughs> uh, that's a whole nother podcast, by the way. So, a 2-3 with Flying Vigilance and Mentor? Yeah, sign me up for that. I would definitely pick this, and it's only for four mana. Uh, flying and Vigilance is really good. Flying itself is always really good, but you pair that with Vigilance, sign me up for it. Definitely taking it. Next, we've got Righteous Blow, which is a one-white instant. Uh, Righteous Blow deals two damage to target attacking or blocking creature. The flavor text reads, The Golgari believe they should have been given what they deserve. On this, we agree. Says Tajik or Tajik? Tajik, I want to say. So, um, your typical sort of you know, try to remove spell when they're, when your opponents are attacking or blocking. Um, not the greatest one, but you know, I would definitely try to draft one or two and maybe, I don't know if I'd main board this. Maybe I would really depends. Um, definitely sideboard for sure though. Next we've got rock charger two and a white creature bird with flying. That's a one three. Whenever Rock Charger attacks, target attacking creature without flying gains flying until end of turn. Rock's in innate fearlessness makes them ideal mounts for emergency response. So a 1-3 flyer, when it attacks, target attacking creature without flying gains flying. So, okay, so it's your typical kind of creature that gives them flying. Um, we saw that in M19 and also, I think, in Dominaria as well. Uh, these are always really good cards to draft because you can have a really good creature that's on the ground like a 5-5 five, five, and you have this guy out and you just swing. You make the 5-5 five, five flying and boom, that's even more evasion. I would not be sad to pack one, pick one this card if your rare is a dud or anything. I always love these kind of cards, so definitely worth it. Constructed playable? No. No. All right. We're almost at the end line here. Next, we've got Skyline Scout, which is one and a white creature human scout for a 2-1. Whenever Skyline Scout attacks, you may pay one and a white. If you do, it gains flying until end of turn. Sometimes an angel passes by and gives me a little nod like, you're a daring one. That always makes my day. Okay. Um, so this kind of card, once again, if you have a lot of flyers, you know, it's not the worst kind of 2-1. And plus... In, but you do have to pay the mana for it, so be cautious with this because sometimes you'd rather be spending that mana to do something else. But with giving it flying, that's not bad at all. So maybe a mid to late pick, depend, especially if you're going white here. Next, we've got Sunhome Stalwart, which is one and a white creature, human soldier with first strike and mentor. It's a 2-2. Two, two. Before I let you wield one of these, let's see you dodge one. <laughs> I like that flavor text. Just throw a sword at someone. or a, Looks like she's holding a sword. It is a she, right? I can't tell. Um, but anyways, so it's a it's a bear, a 2-2 two, two bear with first strike. Not bad. And plus with mentor, that's another plus. It's, you know, I, I definitely play this for sure. It's really good. Um, pack one, pick one. Uh, 
really depends on the other cards, but it's possible. It's always possible. Um, unless, unless there's some really good removal instead in that pack. Uh, next, we have Sworn Companions. Two and a white sorcery create two 1-1 one, one white soldier creature tokens with lifelink. The trouble with youths these days is that in outright defiance of their elders, they refuse to be bought. Karlov of the Ghost Council. That's that Orzov right there. You hear that, John Dunning? You and your Orzov? Get out of here. Get out of here. Um, <laughs> just kidding. Not really. Um, so your basic create 1-1 one, one white soldier creature tokens with lifelink. You know, not a bad card to have, especially if you're going low to the ground and you just want to clog up the board. Always a good card to have. Next, we've got Take Heart, which is an instant target creature gets plus two, plus two until end of turn. You gain one life for each attacking creature you control. So, oh, and the flavor text reads, In the quiet before a battle, Boros soldiers whisper prayers that steady their nerves and focus their minds. So, obviously, you'd want to play this during... Um, during combat like after you declare attackers or maybe even before blockers or however you want to do it and especially always during the combat phase though for sure and then it's not the worst card to have it's definitely a good pump up card i i could see myself definitely playing this and putting it in my main board in limited and yeah i mean that's a, it, it's a decent pump card especially if you're in white and red for sure so next we have 10th District Guard for one and a white creature human soldier. That's a 2-2, another bear. There's quite a few bears in white here. We've got, and then it reads, when 10th District Guard enters battlefield, target creature gets plus zero, plus one until end of turn. The 10th has always been my home. This city is constantly embroiled in one crisis or another, but I'm determined to protect my peace. This might as well just be a vanilla one, you know, a vanilla one in a white 2-2 two, two without that ability because that ability is not that great. Yeah, sure, it can be useful for maybe getting in. Let's say you have a, I don't know, a 2-1 up against a 1-1, one, one, right? Like you have a 2-1 and your opponent has a 1-1 one, one and you don't want to swing an attack on on turn two. So you play 10th district guard and oh, now your two one is a two, two. So now you can go and swing an attack and maybe it'll block and maybe your opponent will block the one, one and it will die and you don't lose your two, one. I can see that being useful in that point part. Other than that, it's not that great to be honest. Uh, last but not least for white is venerated Luxodon four and a white creature elephant cleric with convoke when venerated luxodon enters the battlefield put a 1-1 counter on each creature that convoked it it's a 4-4 so this one's not that bad this is one you'd want to convoke for sure especially if you got a lot of um tokens out on the field and you want to have it all convoke you know boom there you go now i like this card i really do when i first saw it i was like oh that's not that great and then when i thought about it a little bit longer with the convoke ability and plus getting one one counters that's not bad and i would definitely play this card pack one pick one maybe but i'd definitely be looking for other cards though um it's a good card though nonetheless and that my friends is the last card in gills of ravnica's white section or white part or the last white card however you want to call it so I want to thank everybody for watching and listening and we're going to end it here and we're going to continue on for the next colors and definitely thank you for listening and have a great day everybody okay